Ready? Okay. Give me a beach. Beach. Give me great food. Tacos. Give me adventure. Hiking. Give me a date night. Sunset cruise. Give me some smiles. Cheese. Give me more beaches. Beaches. What's that spell? San Diego. If you're happy and you know it, San Diego is the place to show it. Book your trip at san diego.org. Funded in part with the City of San Diego Tourism Marketing District Assessment Funds. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's Two Dudes in a Kitchen with Tyler Florence and Wells Adams and iHeartRadio Podcast. Hi, everybody. Tyler Florence here. Welcome to Two Dudes in the Kitchen with myself and Wells Adams. Uh, Wells is traveling this week. So instead of the Two Dudes Double Decker Sandwich, you are going to get the open-faced, single-slice Two Dudes version today. Uh, But we still have a really juicy show for you with a fantastic guest that I know you're going to get a lot out of. Uh, specifically if you love reality television, if you love, you know, Cupcake Wars, Top Chef, and Great Food Truck Race, today's guest is a competitor of competitors, and she has the belt and the receipts to prove it, ladies and gentlemen. So our guest today, May Lynn, is a chef and television personality. She is best known as the winner of the 12th season of Bravo Television Network's reality series, Top Chef. And then after winning Top Chef in 2014, Lynn worked as the personal chef for Oprah Winfrey. That's going to be kind of cool to jump into that one. And then she opened up her first restaurant called Nightshade in Los Angeles in 2019. And then uh, after some you know delays of whatnot with the pandemic in 2021, she opened up her second casual restaurant in LA called Daybird. And Lynn describes it as the first fast casual Szechuan hot chicken restaurant in the United States. Uh, those are three things that I love altogether. Those sounds amazing. And then recently, if you're a big fan of Food Network, and yes, I am as well, uh, Lynn just won the fourth season of Food Network's Tournament of Champions. Now, to celebrate uh, 20 seasons of Top Chef, Bravo has teamed up with the sauce expert Heatnest and Top Chef Season 12 winner May Lynn to create a line of game-changing hot sauces based on pantry staples. And I got a chance to try all three hot sauces this past weekend. And if you are a chili head just like me, hang tight. This is going to be a good one. And without further ado, let's welcome in our guest today. Hey, Chef, how are you? Good to see you. Hi, how are you? I'm doing great. I'm doing great. Look at all your, your, your cookbook collection behind your wall right there. 
I know it's a little disorganized right now, but <laughs> that looks like that. my house. It looks like my house. You know what my wife did? My because I have I've no joke. I have over like a thousand cookbooks. I have a lot of cookbooks, right? My wife like organized them by color. Oh no. Well, my wife's like that. She's like <laughs> super organized. So if, if you look at the cookbooks, there's no like rhyme or reason of why like one cookbook is next to the other, other than the the, mm. the shades of the spine are both kind of baby blue. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I actually contemplated food. doing that actually. <laughs> yeah, but it looked really, really great. I mean, and to me, like the, the, that's one of the great things about being a chef is also you're kind of a historian in a lot of ways because you get to get a chance to kind of track and trace the history of food, the way it's being documented. And I just think your cookbooks are so incredibly cool as you are too, chef, by the way, congratulations on all your success. Thank you. Oh, I appreciate that. Fantastic. And so, so just recently let, let's back it up. Cause I want to talk about top chef, but also I really want to talk about tournament champions first and foremost. So you just won season four on TOC, which is a really, really big deal. It was really hard. It I'll was really, say. really hard. So, so walk really me hard. through that. How many, uh, you, and also if you're following basketball right now too, kind of like a similar sort of bracket tournament of like you and how many chefs start out on, uh, for, for the folks who haven't seen the show yet, how many chefs start out, uh, in, uh, with, with, uh, tournament of champions? Well, for our season, I think it started in the first season. It started out as uh, with 16 chefs, um, but from last season and and season four that I'm on, uh, we started out with 32 chefs. So we definitely doubled the amount of chefs, which is actually pretty insane if you think about it. It's a lot of people. It's a lot of people, right? So so walk yeah. me through. Can, 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 do you remember all your battles? Or I'm sure you do, right? Yeah, it's pretty fresh, I guess. <laughs> All right, so so walk me through that. So 32 chefs, um, and uh, is everybody there at the same time or no? Everybody is there at the same time. Everybody's there. I mean, it's a it's a really relatively quick. Um, you're not you, you know you're not sequestered for a long time, and um, you're there for about two weeks. And um, you know that first week you're going through the whole or all of the 32 chefs. So it's, um, it's a little bit of a waiting game. You're basically competing once that first week. And then if you move on to the next round, then it kind of goes by faster in, in the following week. Um, but it's four battles a day. And like, um, that four battles is basically the one episode. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's, um, it's pretty crazy. And like, you know, the seedings are, are pretty, I mean, I don't know how it's determined, but, um, it's really interesting. It's a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun. And Chef, it's also a lot of fun to watch you cook because you're so incredibly competitive with all of it too. Right? I, I mean, I think as as chefs, like we're naturally competitive. And I, I definitely have to say that every single chef um, on TOC was incredibly competitive. And we're all, but, you know, I think at the end of the day, like we all have respect for one another and um, you're not, necessarily competing with the other person you're competing against yourself mm -hmm. and you're competing against the randomizer and i think that's what's uh great about the uh, great about the show like the concept is fantastic and i love the blind judging aspect of the show um and that's what really drew, drew me in to want to compete on toc mm -hmm. and okay so so walk me through um some of your toughest battles that you had on tournament of champions uh, wow. I mean, I think they're all pretty tough and it's in their own right. Um, I, the first battle was, um, chicken breast, um, something that is nutty. We had button mushrooms and we had to use an immersion 
uh, blender mm-hmm. and we only had 30 minutes to cook. Okay. Um, I think 30 minutes to cook in general is a short amount of time because you don't necessarily have 30 minutes to cook. You have 20 to 25 minutes to cook, depending on how fast you can shop. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you're, it's your, it's, it was my first ever battle, my first ever time of being in the arena. And so you're, you can go through a walkthrough and, and kind of memorize where things are. But once you're in competition, I think that you're only fo- focused on what you're going to cook. So, you know, your mind's just racing a million miles, a million miles a minute. And, you know, you're, you're just thinking about the, the next three steps that you're going to take. Um, so it's just, it's just a lot going on in your brain. So it's to kind of fully form a concept is, is really incredibly hard in the amount of time that you have. I completely agree. I've, I've yeah. done plenty of like, you know, black box cooking competitions in the past where it's like you open up the box and like, you've got, you know, five to seven minutes to like sort everything out and go, okay, I'm going to put this together and put this together. And it's your best first instinct you got to go with. You don't have time to Mm -hmm. second guess anything. So whatever Mm -hmm. your first decision is going to be, that's it. Now, now, uh, with the show, do you have sous chefs or are you by yourself? Oh, you're, you're solo. You're solo all the way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so there's nobody to, you know, to hand off cards to the way Iron Chef used to roll. Cause you could roll them with like three other people with your team and but it's just you mm-hmm. by yourself. And I think like the, the differential, um, the, the difference between Iron Chef and TOC is that Iron Chef, you, you get to practice, you get to practice with your team and you mm-hmm. kind of know going in what you're going to cook, not necessarily know which ingredient you're going to get but you have an idea and you have fully formed ideas of what you're going to make. Whereas in TOC, you don't know what you're going to get and you can't necessarily practice that type of competition because the randomizer is going to totally dictate what you're going to be making. Um, So I think I, you know, knowing that going in, I didn't want to cloud my brain with what am I going to get? What's going to be on that randomizer? I just, you know, put some hair, I put some earbuds in, listened to music, and really just up until I had to go into the arena and um, went in with a clear mind because I just didn't want to think about all the things that could happen. I just wanted to be right then and there and figure out what I was going to make on the spot. Now, tell everybody at home what the randomizer is. Ooh, the randomizer is this um, wheel of madness, I would like to say. Um, There's five different categories of the randomizer you have protein you have produce you have um, a type of equipment that you have to use a style that you had to adhere to and normally you would have time but on toc4 we had this thing called the wild card Mm -hmm. which um could basically ranges from um an audience could change um a category on the randomizer or a guy could have changed a category on the randomizer, mm-hmm. or it could have been on stay. And it kind of changed throughout um, during every round. So it always, it just kept you on your toes. Right. And so with, with the selection of the, the the protein and the cooking style and then the ingredients that you get, um, do both chefs that you're kind of going up against you and the other chef, do they have the same uh, ingredients and same cooking method or do both chefs? So it's two chefs, you know, and basically three different options on how this is going to roll out, right? Mm-hmm. So you have, it's it's you against another chef. You have the same randomizer and it's it's pretty incredible because, you know, I think the randomizer really dictates what you're going to be cooking, but everybody cooks so differently and they cook something completely opposite of another, um, of another chef. So I think that's, what's really fun about the competition is 
you also don't know what the other person is cooking while you're cooking and you see it when your food is being judged. So that's, what's really incredible is, is you see what the other person cooking. You're like, Oh, I, I didn't even think about that, you know? And um, yeah, it was just, it was just so much fun. So much fun. Even like thinking about it now. Yeah. I know. Right. <laughs> I, I, that's what I love about this, the, about cooking competitions, because like it, it's, it's you and your raw gut instinct. What are you going to make? And then mm -hmm. if you take the same ingredients in the hand of three different chefs or four different chefs or 32 different chefs, you're going to get 32 different dishes and 32 different outcomes, which is mm -hmm. kind of amazing. So then, then it kind of boils down to the technique. Now, I think that the American home cook kind of goes through their own tournament of champions every night for dinner when they open <laughs> up the refrigerator. Am I yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, for sure. You open up the refrigerator and then the clock is ticking because you got kids going, Hey, you know, mom, dad, what's for dinner tonight? And you've mm -hmm. got literally a randomized, like, selected, <laughs> like oddball things. So if I throw you a couple of ingredients, right, could you mm -hmm. just off the top of your head riff and kind of put something together in real time? I mean, I can try. <laughs> okay, let's do it. I think it'd be kind of fun. Yeah. I'm making this up as we go, but that that's what two dudes is all about. We're just going to, okay, great. So you open up the refrigerator and you've got, uh, you've got pork chops. You've okay. got uh, Brussels sprouts, okay. right? you've got mustard, okay. right? and you've got onions. Oh, my God. Go. I feel like that, that. I mean, that's so classic. I mean, I would honestly, I would start up the grill and I would marinate the pork chops in shiokoji. I would get those Brussels cleaned, cut in half, get a cast iron pan, rip in hot, add a little bit of oil and put those um, Brussels sprouts on uh, the cut side down get those roasting um, and then use the mustard and make a simple vinaigrette out of that and, and kind of use that as um, the sauce. Um, if you don't want to start the grill, you can definitely do that in a pan and then um, kind of use the mustard as um, like a, like use it in a pan sauce. Mm -hmm. um, it definitely deglaze with a little bit of uh, vermouth or something, uh, some type of white wine that you would have in the fridge. Um, I'd probably add a little bit of honey and, um, some a little bit of a uh, soy sauce for for flavor add a little bit of that shiokoji that i use to marinate the the pork um as the sweetness and umami and um there you go i mean obviously add onions in, in with the brussels sprouts and kind of do like a quick saute and that's that's your meal and that's how fast chefs think when it comes to putting dinner together and i think it's sometimes it's that missing link when people are opening up the refrigerator going, God, what am I going to make tonight? That I feel like it almost kind of feels like a superpower because my wife will do the same thing. She's like, we're getting takeout tonight. I'm like, why? She goes, there's nothing in the fridge. I got to get some groceries. I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa hang on. And I'll come back 30 minutes later and I've got like, for what we got in the house, I got a masterpiece. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? I mean, it's like really yeah. okay. <laughs> Nice, nice touch. And I think having that sense of like that, you know, just like those thousand cookbooks you got on your wall, you got a mm -hmm. thousand places to go with the ingredients. And I think that's just practice and and doing it and kind of sticking with cooking because the more you know the more sort of like ways you can you know split the hair and like like move this way and move that way and just kind of flow like water until you get something that's really great because at the end of the day technique wins absolutely i totally agree and i say the same thing about um giving out recipes is when someone asks for a recipe I've, i i have no problem giving out recipes it's yeah. all about how you execute that dish at the end of the day um, you, I can give the same exact recipe to, you know, another chef and they can totally interpret it a different way and create something totally different. 
um, than what you intended. And so it's all about technique and it's all about the execution. I completely agree. I, I, I'm I'm so not selfish with my recipes because you know we, we've written with Food Network. We've written. I know it sounds like a big number, but it's true. Um, almost twenty thousand recipes and twenty. Oh, I believe it. With Food Network, so yeah. we have so much content. So like my, you know, I, I just finished my seventeenth cookbook. So congratulations! Thank you very much. Thank you. It's called American Grill. It's coming out next summer or next spring. It's going to be awesome. Um, but with with that, like to me, like that's our gift to the world to be able to share mm-hmm. our knowledge and our content. And it's also what I love about what we do for a living is because we'll never get kicked off the island, <laughs> right? We're set yeah. proof because like in the, we're we're there for the good times and we're there when you want like a bowl of soup by the fire. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And uh, and we've always got something to share with somebody that somebody feels like okay, great. Now they're kind of speaking my language. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky. Lucky in line at the deli, I guess. Ah, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This episode is brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. At Navy Federal, it's been the mission to help the military community for over 90 years. And not just help them, but do everything to make sure they not only grow, but flourish. That's why Navy Federal Credit Union has all kinds of great savings and investment options, like share certificates with sky-high rates. So don't hesitate. Start growing your finances today with a variety of savings and investment options. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value. Tired of endless diets and weight loss struggles? It's time to say goodbye to frustration and hello to results. Introducing Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD, your breakthrough solution to fight stubborn body fat. Imagine burning fat, balancing glucose levels, and regulating metabolism in just 12 weeks. This unique two-in-one product combines the power of two clinically studied ingredients in one revolutionary formula. Berberine, which targets abdominal fat, and OEA, which curbs your appetite. With just two capsules a day, Smart Metabolic Burn by BrainMD can kickstart your metabolism, fight stubborn body fat, especially that pesky abdominal fat and support your weight management journey. And right now, save over 30% on Smart Metabolic Burn at GetSmartBurn.com. The lowest price anywhere. That's GetSmartBurn.com. Don't delay. Transform your life with Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. Our products are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. All right, now let's go back to Top Chef for a second because, like, Top mm-hmm. Chef again, yeah. Um, and you want to hear a crazy story on Top Chef too? Yeah, of course, always. <laughs> okay, so God, this is this is going back in the early two thousands, right? So I I got married mm-hmm. in two thousand and six, so this must have been like two thousand and five or two thousand and four. So it's going kind of going back. So so I was in I was in living in New York City at the time, and uh, Magical Elves, which is the production company mm-hmm. that produces Top Chef. Um, I, I, they called me in for a casting call and I did three cast. I did three sessions with, um, magical elves in Tom Colicchio's position for the show. Oh, wow. And they offered me the job. Oh, wow. Now that same summer I had rented a house in Mexico for Mm -hmm. the summer and it cost me 50,000 bucks for the summer. 
and we had, we had, uh, we had like, you know, there's like 10 or 12 different people that were kind of coming out. So we had like different groups of people staged all summer long and we're out there and I had a podcast at the time and like a radio show in New York mm-hmm. and we we're going to be broadcasting there. And we, it was like, it was just complicated. Like, like our lives are now. Cause I'm, I mean, you know, yeah. I'm, I'm sure you're the same way I'm booked up like for the next like four or five months. Same. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I, can't, I can't move anything. Right. So they said, wait, well, we'll give you the job. We're shooting in two weeks in New York. And, and the episodic fee was like 2,500 bucks an episode. Oh, wow. And I passed on it. Wow. I passed on. To, well, that, that being said, I think Tom Clickett was the right guy for the job because obviously he's done a master yeah. with it for, for his years and, 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 and the credibility and the James Beard awards and, mm-hmm. and him as a person. I mean, he's obviously, obviously an, an amazing guy, but it's just kind of this funny thing about Top Chef that it's like, it's like, you know, cause it, professionally, sometimes it's like the one that got away. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like we've yeah. had some successes before, but that was like, a, like, Oh, I wish I could see the future on that one. But let, let's talk about Top Chef for a second, because like Top Chef is an institution. It's a worldwide phenomenon that I, I think was, was that supplanted um, Iron Chef as the, the the culinary competition of record to determine who was the best chef in America? Mm-hmm. I agree. I totally agree. What with was that. it like winning that? That's a big one. I mean, I think um, you know, I was I was on season twelve. Um, my mentor, uh, Michael Voltaggio, had won season six, mm-hmm. and um, you know, I I, I think it's. It, it's a really incredible show and it really puts you on the national platform and it kind of really puts you out there and uh, gets you, I guess, known, you know, as, I mean, I was, I wasn't, a, I wasn't really, I, I wasn't in a, a chef to cuisine position. I was still a stew chef when I won. And so I kind of, for me, I was a little lost at the time because I didn't know what my next steps were. Do I go and work? Do I do I continue working for Michael, or do I go out and do my own thing? Oh, so you, you were you at we at Inc in L.A. at the time? I was. Yeah, Inc was such. I a was. Restaurant. Oh my god, it's a fantastic restaurant. Fantastic. fantastic. Oh my god, the, yeah. the, the the ash potatoes kind of dipped in like there's yeah. like hits. I mean, he's like he's a genius. He's truly he's, he's, truly. he's a friend. Yeah. He's a buddy, and he's touched. The guy is so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's he's a literal genius. And like, I mean, I, I've learned so much working for him. And I mean, he's just an incredible guy. And, um, you know, it was, it was I, I feel really blessed to um, been able to work for him and, and for Brian as well for for a short time. And, um, you know, I the show in general, I think it it really just I like to say this a lot. And I tell a lot of people this is being on top chef really made me the chef that I am today. Mm-hmm. It really molded me into um, finding myself and finding out what kind of food I wanted to cook because me being in the position that I was in, I was working for Michael as a sous chef. I went on to do the show. And of course, you know, I was, I wasn't necessarily cooking his food, but bits and parts of it, right? Like bits and parts of the food that he cooked, the food, that I learned working at Spago, the the food le- that I learned working at uh, Sea House in Chicago for Marcus Samuelson, and um, I think you know putting those little things together, it's it's a little disjointed sometimes, but you don't really have a voice in the food, right? And I think um, as a young cook, like you don't really know that, and I think like chefs can see some of that. So I really thought long and hard about what kind of food I wanted to cook, and I really tapped into my roots. Um, mm-hmm. um, Chinese American. And um, I really wanted to cook the food that was most nostalgic to me. 
um, but kind of reinvented. And Szechuan specifically, right? Um, not necessarily. I grew up eating a lot of Szechuan food, but um, my my family's from the South. Okay. Um, so more Cantonese cuisine, yep. um, a lighter fare, very seafood heavy. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, dishes like congee, like I grew up eating congee. My grandpa taught me how to make congee. And, um, you know, that was like one of my, that was my first dish that I made on Top Chef and I won with that dish. Mm -hmm. And I think cooking food like that, that is really nostalgic to you, but also tells a story. That's what Top Chef is all about. You want to show who you are as a chef, but also tell a little, tell a little story about who you are as well in your background. And I think it's so important for like a lot of chefs because especially in the day and age of uh, Instagram and social media where, you know, when, when I, I'm, I'm 52, right? So when I was like 25, I, like you, you would have to fly from New York to San Francisco, drive to Napa, get a reservation at the French Laundry, eat dinner, take pictures with a camera, take that yeah. SD card, put it on your laptop, fly it back to your team in New York, and then show them what they were doing in the, in, at the French Laundry. And now you can see what these people are posting for specials every night. So in a lot of ways, like I, I think we have the best generation of American chefs for sure, for sure. Yeah. There's talented, there's great restaurants popping up everywhere, but mm-hmm. there's so sort of a sense of sameness that I think a lot of chefs are starting to kind of copy each other doing, you know, exactly what the other chef is doing. And you kind right. of see this sort of repetitive thing. So I, I think how you're going to stand out as a chef and be original is kind of looking at your own backyard and where you're from, because like the, the, that's the flavor and the food style that you're going to represent the best. And of course you can mm-hmm. kind of take it, do magical things with it. Like I grew up in the South. So fried mm-hmm. chicken is on, you know, is our number one bestseller at Wafer Tavern in San Francisco. And it has been mm-hmm. for 13 years. Right. Yeah. And, so, and then you, you, cause you, if you look at the menu, you go, okay, there's a boy from the South in this kitchen in here. And I get mm-hmm. that a lot clearer. But but if if I wasn't from the South, I couldn't own. I mean, I can I can mimic it, but I couldn't mm-hmm. own it the way you know you can own amazing uh, Cantonese style, fantastic Chinese American food, and I think that's really great. Yeah, and it, it really all has to do with um, your life experiences as well. So I yeah. grew up in Dearborn, Michigan, which is predominantly Middle Eastern. And so I have a little bit of me, I, I can cook a, a little bit of Middle Eastern flair. And there is a lot of that in my food as well. So, you know, I have, there's a Chinese girl from Dearborn, Michigan, cooking Chinese food with, um, with like sumac or like baharat in some of the dishes, you know what I mean? And it's like, it's very, that's authentic to me because that's the food that I grew up eating. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what makes every single person um, who's cooking interesting food great because it speaks to their experiences, their life experiences. And so I think food can be really interesting when you really tap into those, um, to those, to those different things. And speaking of tap into those different things. So to celebrate 20 seasons of top chef and it, and I'm, it's got to feel good to be in that, that legacy of such an amazing show uh, that's done so many things for so many people um, that uh, Bravo has partnered up with Heatonists. Um, mm-hmm. And if you're a chili head like me, as a matter of fact, today is the day uh, my, my gardener guy just uh, is at my house right now, planting all of our mm-hmm. chilies for the, for the season. So I have, oh, wow. I have 17 different varieties of chilies that I'm planting this year. I have oh my, my gosh bananas like so every year like I, I make a big batch of hot sauce but let's talk about the sauce that you had put together uh, with Heatness and Top Chef and I, I don't have them with me chef but I, I cracked into all of them uh, this past yeah. weekend <laughs> and I got a chance to eat them all as a matter of fact I, yeah. I did, did some damage with that one you can see the level right there that's my favorite one 
<laughs> yeah, I thought, the, I thought the peppercorn sauce was really nice. And I, I, I thought they were really, really lovely. And if, and if you like heat, but not to the point where it's kind of silly, you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. it's just heat for heat's sake. If you like flavor, if you like, you know, sort of like a, a very well-rounded, delicious, zesty, can I say balanced? Because they're perfectly balanced. Let's talk about some of these sauces you put together because I think they're amazing. And you made three. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think what's great about um, the collaboration is that all three of those different sauces are incredibly different, but they're not over the top spicy. They're very mild. Um, you can do so many different things with every single sauce. Um, you know, you can use it as a marinade. You can use it as a condiment. You can use it in a dressing. You can use it in virtually anything. And mm-hmm. it can really it can really just top your your dinner. You know, you can really just take it to that next level, which I love. Yeah, especially if you've got like, I, mean, I thought the peppercorn sauce, I think that'd be really nice with chicken thighs or mm-hmm. or like sort of a steak with some good marbling or some mm-hmm. good pork. Something that's got like so a little bit of fat to it because I just felt like the heat kind of mixed with the pork fat, I think would be like, or, or any kind of like protein fat, I think would be really, really nice. I thought mm-hmm. the garlic sauce, that to me feels like your chicken go-to. Like if you're going to grill Definitely. chicken. And what I'd like to do, especially because the weather's starting to warm up a little bit, like spring has sprung for sure. Now this mm-hmm. feels like a good mop sauce too, right? So if you're going to take chicken, like a whole chicken, break it down in 10 pieces, brine it, pat it mm-hmm. dry, rub it with a little bit of olive oil, and then uh, start to grill it off. And then mop it with the sauce right towards the end. I think you're going to get a yep. great packering, great caramelization with the sauce. And it feels like it's it's savory with a little kick, you know, I think it feels really kind of nice, but I think my favorite was the herb chili sauce, which the oh, herb wow. sauce okay. I thought was really, really nice. Cause to me, it just, it just kind of felt like Thai food, right? Like to me, I would blend that with yeah. milk. Like I would slice mm-hmm. chicken breast, paper thin, uh, uh, take some of the sauce, add it with, um, like coconut milk, lime juice, fish sauce, mm-hmm. Uh, and then, and then, you know, throw in some veggies of whatever you want and then, and then have that with like good sticky Jasmine rice or, and, and mm-hmm. makes it really kind of nice. It really kind of felt like a good Thai green curry. Yeah. I mean, I think take that same concept and I'll put it in some, um, mix it with some buttermilk, some sour cream and kind of use that as like your ranch. And yeah. that's like really, really great for a Bang salad it. dressing. Banging. I think it sounds really mm-hmm. nice with, with, with like a, like a tomato wedge. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Like, like a fat beef steak. Fat beef steak, tomatoes, ice cold, yeah, juicy mm-hmm. iceberg lettuce, you know, and have a drizzle yep. with like, crunchy fried onions and like cilantro or something on top of yep. that. Pickled uh, red onion. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I definitely like to add fish sauce into little dressings like that because it just like gives it that boost of umami, which is fantastic. Yeah. And and, and the fish sauce, like to me, like it, it, it really could, as soon as I tasted this, I'm like, boom, tiger and curry. Like that, that's where that's where mm-hmm. my imagination goes. W- was that the goal when, when you kind of put that one together? Uh, a little bit. Yeah. And um, the concept, I, I can't take all the credit. The concepts of the, the sauces were um, from heatness. So I just kind of took that direction and um, really helped, um, you know, giving, giving, um, giving little like critiques here and there uh, in terms of the sauce. Well, and and they're absolutely delicious. So congratulations on that, by the way, kind of celebrating 20 years, uh, 20 seasons of Top Chef. Uh, One of the most iconic shows that has made such an impact on the culinary industry and created names and created, uh, you know, uh, uh, um, incredible 
um, careers for so many chefs out there. And it's just so exciting to watch you, chef, be a part of that whole legacy. And uh, can we talk about your restaurants? Because I, I want to talk about this too. Like, I, oh, I, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I love yeah. a good fried chicken sandwich. Tell me about that. <laughs> Thank you. Um, you know, uh, we opened up Daybird in March of 2021. And, um, you know, it's, you know, you know, LA, you've been to LA multiple times, I'm sure. And they're saturated with a lot of different fried chicken sandwiches. And I love fried chicken sandwiches. I love fried chicken in general. But how can I, I really wanted to put my take on a fried chicken sandwich, but make it a little bit different. And um, growing up eating Szechuan food, I really love the different spices that they have to offer. And I kind of wanted to make a spice mix and kind of integrate that into a chicken sandwich, but also mm. done so in the style of a Nashville, like Nashville hot chicken. When I went to Nashville for the first time and had hot chicken, that's kind of where the light bulb lit up. And um, I decided to, you know, create the the daybird sandwich. And it's really just a double fried piece of chicken thigh. And after it comes out of the fryer, it gets dipped in chili oil, a super aromatic chili oil. Hang on, back up. You're going too fast. Now, <laughs> now, because like there's lots of ways to fry a chicken, right? Okay, so do you, mm -hmm. do you chicken thighs? So boned out chicken thigh, obviously, right? Boned out chicken thighs, they are a little bit pounded out because you yeah. know with a chicken thigh, there's a there's a piece that's a little bit thicker than the other end. Yeah. And so we just pound out that other side to make it um, even and we brine the chicken thighs. And you want it to hang off the bun a little bit. Am I right, Chef? You want to see what you're a lot of it. paying for. I want to <laughs> want to see it like it's it's yeah. like like it's ten pounds of potatoes in a five pound bag. You know what I mean? I want exactly chicken thighs. That was the goal. <laughs> Okay, so we pound the chicken thigh. Okay, great. Now, uh, so th then th there's a brine or a marinade for that? So it, it gets brined overnight in a buttermilk brine and uh, gets taken out the next day. So basically when we're, we're done with service, we put the chicken on brine, leave for the night, come back the next morning, take the chicken off brine, and it goes through a dredging process. Um, our flour dredge consists of um, AP, um, some potato starch, corn starch, and... Um, some salt, pepper, and um, baking powder. So very, very simple. Get, goes through that dredging process, gets fried once, taken out, let it rest, and gets fried. It gets a double fry. And so once it gets that double fry, you're going to ensure, not a double dip, but a double fry. Well, fry. Ah, uh, yeah. Okay, great. Yeah. Great. So kind of like in a sense, uh, if you think like Korean fried chicken, mm -hmm. the chicken gets double fried. So you get that extra crispiness that, really doesn't go away mm -hmm. um so it can sit for hours and it will still be crispy um once it comes out of the fire it gets dipped in chili oil or super aromatic chili oil with a lot of warming spices mm -hmm. and then it gets dusted with um our spice which consists of like 30 different things i <laughs> so, love that oh it's great and then it gets drizzled, drizzled with a little bit of honey and then we build the sandwich uh the slaw consists of uh red and green cabbage along with um, some cilantro and chive sticks, mm -hmm. um, some pickled shallots and pickled jalapenos and fresnos. Um, and it, their sandwich ranges from five different heats. We have a no heat, which is completely not spicy. It still oh. has a little bit of tingle from the Szechuan peppercorns, mm -hmm. um, but no heat at all. Um, so there's no heat, mild, medium, hot, and extreme. And um, 
of course, as you've probably seen, like the sandwich sticks out of the bun and we have an array of three different sauces and the whole experience of eating the sandwich is really just to try the chicken in its purest form. And then you can kind of uh, dip it in all those three different sauces and kind of taste it throughout until you actually get to the sandwich is a completely different experience, uh, which you kind of have like a, a, a hot and cooling effect with the cooling slob. But then there's like still chilies in it. So you're still burning your mouth and it's just a really fun eating experience. And that was kind of like the goal of um, creating the sandwich. So fried chicken sandwiches to me are, are just one of like God's gift to man. It, it's one of the greatest dishes ever. And and so and I'm also a big fan of Nashville hot chicken too, right? Like the Prince's mm -hmm. Lexi and and uh, and to me like I I, I it's just it, it's just a thing, you know. Like I, mm -hmm. I'm so I wish I came up with it. It's just so incredibly delicious. So <laughs> yeah. Now when you because because it was like the the hot that Prince's fried chicken in Nashville because you were talking about Nashville chicken earlier, their hot chicken mm -hmm. will literally induce sweat. And and mm -hmm. your mouth up and 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 cry, if if you can't yes. take the heat. I mean, it's literally that hot. So when you're talking about your extreme heat thing, is yours in that range? Like, what are we talking about? I would say it's in that range. I I don't think that um it's that extremely. The extreme is really hot. Don't get me wrong. Um, I can. I I can say that I can eat a a medium sandwich and be okay. Mm -hmm. I'll probably have beads of sweat, but it's not like dripping with sweat so with the different spices um the medium or the mild has um a little bit of cayenne and um dried jalapenos mm -hmm. and then you kind of go into the medium and you have both of those plus the addition of chili to arable and then you go into hot you have all those three and you have an addition uh of dried jalapeno and then you go to the extreme and you have every every all of those different spices um, and those chilies in the, in addition to um, scotch bonnet and uh, reapers. So it's, it's pretty intense. It's like Noah's Ark. It's of kind like, of like that build. Yeah. Like all, all the, all the chilies yeah. in place. Yeah. Oh my yeah. God. It's crazy. That's crazy. Like, mm -hmm. like one chili yeah. enough, <laughs> enough to throw over top. It's like a five from just no, that, that one, that one reaper. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's enough for that entire batch of, of spice. Well, yeah, but so, so I, I put together a, a hot sauce every year called Sicilian slap and mm -hmm. it's a, it's like a <laughs> 14 day lacto fermentation of, of, of like yeah. all my chili. And I, I let, I, I kind of like, like pluck them, you know, for different reasons throughout the year. Like I like my, you know, uh, um, Serrano's green, but then, you know, but then I mm -hmm. really like the red and you kind of let them just go all season long. And so they're, they're, yeah. they're big and they're full of sugar. Like the red ones are just so mm -hmm. delicious, right? And so thing we got habanero and and reapers and Thai bird and like like dragons, like like crazy red hot chilies, and then I'll put them together into a fermentation tank. I've got like these kind of laboratory things at the house, and 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 it's basically a salt solution, two percent salt solution. But then I add I add capers mm -hmm. from Sicily, sun dried tomatoes oh, wow. from. Sicily anchovies from whatever the key grocery store and then citrus from my backyard garlic margarine from my backyard and then all these chilies and then and then uh and then kind of let it go and let it start to percolate and then the it also had raisins to it too for a little a little uh, uh oh, heat wow. 
Yep. Mm-hmm. And then, and then I, I'll let it sort of like percolate and kind of do its thing. So it does this like kimchi thing. It starts to kind of feel fresh and fragrant. It's mm-hmm. like lacto, lactobacillus acid, really fresh tasting. Yeah. And then, I'll, and I'll, I, and then I'll clear the house out after about two weeks, put on my goggles, put on my gloves. And then I'll, and then I'll, I'll ruin my Vita prep and I'll blend everything together and create napalm in the house. No joke. Like nobody can, the room, oh my God, an hour to clear out, but I'll puree everything. Right. And then I'll pass it through a chinois and then, then I'll bring it up to, mm-hmm. temperature to about 130 degrees, just sort of like to level off the bacteria. So it stops producing. And then I'll add a touch of zinc yep. just to kind of stabilize it. So it can feel, it doesn't run, it drips. Yeah. Right. And then I'll let that kind of cool yeah. down. And then I bottle it and then I give it away for Christmas gifts. I love that. I love that. And that's actually how my um my exo sauce kind of uh, came to fruition. It, it, it was just kind of like a pet project that I I did as as gifts for my chef friends um mm-hmm. like many moons ago, like back in 2013. And yeah, during pandemic, I just kind of created the exo sauce and started bottling it and stuff. So like it's 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 truly incredible. I, I would love to try your sauce for sure. That's fine. I'll send you some. Yeah, I would love that. Well, congratulations on everything, Chef. I'm I'm so excited. Congratulations. Thank you. Tournament of, of champions. It's Food Network's new big hit. Guy Fieri's done it again. Uh, he's just kind of come up. He's he's a hit machine. And uh, and everybody's talking about it because I think the show is starting to evolve and and I, I think it's starting to tip where people it's not just like like real big chefs are starting to recognize this as like a thing mm-hmm. you got to pay attention to and it's 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 creating it's a king and queen maker you know of like people that that make it all the way through thirty two chefs slugging it out one battle at a time and then one chef reigns supreme congratulations on winning season four it's a big deal. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for having me on the pod. My absolute pleasure. And yes, yeah, so Wells is traveling this week. So you, you got the, you got the single open face sandwich, not the two dudes, double decker. <laughs> uh, but I'm a good time. I'm fun. Yeah. I mean, yeah, absolutely. And I like your cookbooks. I like your style. Congratulations on anything. Now tell everybody where they can find you on social media. Um, on social media, on Instagram and Twitter, my handle is at Maylin21. That's M-E-I-L-I-N-2-1. All right. Well, listen, Jeff, thank you so much for hopping the podcast and uh, best luck with everything. And then if you ever need anything, let me know. I, I'm, I'm happy to help. I've been everywhere. I've seen everything. <laughs> I've done it all. If I can help you do anything, let me know. But congratulations. You're on the right steps. And uh, it was an absolute pleasure to talk to you. You're incredibly charming. Thank you. The pleasure is mine. Thank you so much. All right, Chef. Thanks so much. This episode is brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. At Navy Federal, it's been the mission to help the military community for over 90 years. And not just help them, but do everything to make sure they not only grow, but flourish. That's why Navy Federal Credit Union has all kinds of great savings and investment options, like share certificates with sky-high rates. So don't hesitate. Start growing your finances today with a variety of savings and investment options. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value. Tired of endless diets and weight loss struggles? It's time to say goodbye to frustration and hello to results. Introducing Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD, your breakthrough solution to fight stubborn body fat. Imagine burning fat, balancing glucose levels, and regulating metabolism in just 12 weeks. This unique two-in-one product combines the power of two clinically studied ingredients in one revolutionary formula, Berber. 
Purine, which targets abdominal fat, and OEA, which curbs your appetite. With just two capsules a day, Smart Metabolic Burn by BrainMD can kickstart your metabolism, fight stubborn body fat, especially that pesky abdominal fat, and support your weight management journey. Right now, save over 30% on Smart Metabolic Burn at GetSmartBurn.com, the lowest price anywhere. That's GetSmartBurn.com. Don't delay. Transform your life with Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. Our products are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Like many of us, you might think identity theft will never happen to you. But consider this. There's a new identity theft victim every three seconds in the U.S. That's over 15 million people by the end of this year, equal to the populations of New York, Los Angeles, and Chicago combined. Even worse, identity theft victims often don't even know they're victims. That's why LifeLock Identity Theft Protection alerts you to identity threats, even the ones that don't show up on a credit report, like data breaches, fraudulent bank transactions, loan and credit card applications, and crimes committed in your name. If your identity is stolen, your own dedicated LifeLock U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. LifeLock protects you in ways that you simply can't on your own. Join now and save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com iHeart. That's LifeLock.com iHeart to save up to 25%. Identity theft protection starts here. Well, everybody, if you haven't had a chance to check out uh, Tournament of Champions Season 4, uh, Chef May Lynn brought the whole thing home, $100,000 in cash, and she also has the belt to prove it. It's such a good new series on Food Network, and you can watch that on Food Network On Demand, also Discovery+. Plus. Uh, so check it out, and we will see you guys next time on Two Dudes in a Kitchen. All right, guys, thanks for listening. Follow us on Instagram at Two Dudes in a Kitchen. Make sure to write us a review and leave us five stars. <laughs> we'll take that. And we'll see you guys next time. See you next time. Tired of endless diets and weight loss struggles? It's time to say goodbye to frustration and hello to results. Introducing Smart Metabolic Burn from Brain MD, your breakthrough solution to fight stubborn body fat. Imagine burning fat, balancing glucose levels, and regulating metabolism in just 12 weeks. This unique two-in-one product combines the power of two clinically studied ingredients in one revolutionary formula. Berberine, which targets abdominal fat, and OEA, which curbs your appetite. With just two capsules a day, Smart Metabolic Burn by Brain MD can kickstart your metabolism, fight stubborn body fat, especially that pesky abdominal fat, and support your weight management journey. And right now, save over 30% on Smart Metabolic Burn at GetSmartBurn.com. The lowest price anywhere. That's GetSmartBurn.com. Don't delay. Transform your life with Smart Metabolic Burn from Brain MD. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. Our products are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Hey guys, you know what this playground could use? A wine country, huh? A redwood forest would be cool. Ski slopes! Wait! Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. 
Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender.